0: At this time, we do have a caller on the line. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Um, My name is Kimberly, and I'm calling out of the Texarkana area. Yes, ma'am. I wanted to know, if you're not political but would like to vote, you know, exercise your right in voting, how would we know who to vote for?
1: Well, well ma'am, uh, Ms. Kimberly, the, the, usually what happens is that prior to the voting, there's always a ballot that's put out. Um, in public, usually uh, it's in the newspaper now, which may be online now because even the gazette doesn't, you know, doesn't print much more anymore. But it's online, and it tells you who what this election is about. If there are any amendments or uh, any, any uh, uh, whoever the uh, candidates are, and it allows you to be able to see that. Same thing on a national level. Usually, you have a ballot that comes out. Listen, if you go to your local polling station, wherever that is for you, where you are in town you can go and they have that same information there either it's posted on the wall or you can pick up a copy and take that back to your home so you can look at it prior to you going out and exercising that right so the information is out there now we have to do something in order to get it right but the information is there
0: and just for clarification the gazette i think if i'm not mistaken the printed issue On Sundays. That's correct. So throughout the week it is uh, available in electronic version. I'd also like to add that uh, each, um, you know, there's a campaign headquarters per se. There is an assigned person. Um, There's leadership that is available, especially during voting sessions, to answer your questions, whether they be general or specific, as we're discussing, who is on the ballot to run. Um, and so okay. I, I think that the main piece with that is, is connecting to figure out who, what and when, as far as where am I going to get this answer? Is there a phone, that, a number that I can call, a website? Um, and, and I think, again, as we're discussing, is the access uh, piece. Now, when okay. we speak of when is this available, you know, th- that does need to be defined is when can I begin to view who is available on the ballot. Good question.
1: Yeah. And you'll you be able to do that, you know, as soon as that stuff is printed, when they know who is going to be on there, they automatically start printing that stuff. And then that stuff is made available to you through, like you say, through the Gazette, either through electronically on Sundays in, in print, or at your local polling place. You can rest assured, if you go down there, they have a they have copies of that ballot, out in the open, so you can take a look at it and see it. They didn't even allow you to take it back with you—not the ballot itself, but who, what the, the amendments, or whoever's running. So you can take a look at that and make a good judgment. And then when you come back to exercise that right, is you already have that information. So it, it's there. Um, you just got to, you know, again make an effort to try to get to it.
0: All right. Well, we thank you for calling in this morning, Miss Kimberly. You posed a very great and critical. Question: We hope that you have gained uh, more and better insight. I'm sure you're not the only one. Um, again, we thank you. She's gone. She's gone. All right. Uh, again, the phone lines are open at nine zero three seven nine four one zero four seven. We welcome you, just as we welcome and thank Miss Kimberly for her uh, vital question and discussion that she helped to foster. There, we're going to pivot in the meantime to our next critical segment, which involves. Employment, um, And as we uh, continue to speak about uh, those issues that are critical to the minority uh, community and all communities, you know, the virus is still very present in the mix of that. Uh, you know, many of us are intrigued to know how is the job market doing? I know whether you go into your favorite local coffee shop or go to pick up uh, n- uh, accessories at a convenience store or your shopping mall, you've noticed job announcements everywhere right so we're going to peel into what do the numbers say and what's actually going on so we know that there are 9.3 million jobs available Um, black workers in the United States saw gains in June but that's June specifically alone but there's still a racial gap in the job market the first question and answer is you know is this new the answer to that as we know is no Thank
2: you. <laughs> That's correct. Specifically, is not new, right? Specifically,
0: where are we though? So, if we have to under to, to ask and understand, you know, we see the job announcements. We know we're in the middle of. We've had the additional income, as uh, myself and Miss Rice were talking about this morning. You know, we've had the additional funds to trickle in as support um, during such a troubling time. But it's the the employment rate, unemployment rate, still remains unchanged um, at four percentage points. In specifically to the African American population, Mr. White.
1: Part of the problem is that we still are experiencing, um, I guess. I guess we would we call it systematic racism in far in regards to uh, un, in, to employment. Listen, we have had candidates who have been qualified to be able to do these jobs, and yet and still not able to. To receive that job for whatever reason,
0: right,
1: <laughs> you know, of course, now they tell you well, um, you know we found somebody that 's a little bit better, which is usually not the case, or um you know um, we we decided that we're not going to try to do that because they don 't want to put themselves in a situation where they have to pick you out for for whatever reason, so we're still subjected to those type of systematic racism that are in in unemployment. In an employment, excuse me. The other aspect of it too is, unfortunately, some of us just don't want work.
0: That, hey, truth is good. Truth <laughs> some is Some of us
1: just don't want to work. Some of us would rather sit around and, and collect these checks instead of getting out there and do that. Because listen, just like as you said, Lamar, if you drive around town, there isn't a place that does not have we are hiring signs right. on the door. I don't care who it <laughs> is in town. Everybody has got that open, so the the opportunity is there. Granted, there are some issues, systematic racism, that we have to overcome. I'm not going to say that that's that's not the case. But now, a lot of these jobs, our community can get, right? But we have to want to go out there and get them, right? Um, you know. Um, Everybody was saying that you know, with uh, with President Biden coming in, uh well, you know, of course, this is the Republican point uh, standpoint. Well, you know, uh, since you come in and you give them all these stimulus checks, nobody won't work. No, that's not the case. Okay, let's let's not do that. People didn't want to work before President Biden got in there. Okay, Mark. so let's just be honest. Truth, truth the, is good. Truth, truth is, is good. good. Let's just be honest. And so you have to get out there. Listen there's nothing wrong with working just get on that (laughs) you know it's always good to have something that says pay to the order of right okay you know um, we can't sit back all the time and be dependent upon what you know society is going to do that you do realize society don't want you here and so at some point in time, you need to make a decision and say, you know what, I'm going to get off this couch. I'm going to start watching TV and playing PlayStation, and I'm going to go mm-hmm. out here and I'm going to get myself a job so I'll be able to take care of myself.
0: Well, and on the other side of that, you know, if one is not, you know, on PlayStation.
1: That's right. For
0: parents, That's you know, right. the kids have been uh, OK to, to go back into the schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, personal choice, I would imagine somewhere. Imagine Mm -hmm. somewhere that may still be an option, but Mm -hmm. that's very small amount. You Mm -hmm. know, over 90 percent of the children in the state of Texas, you know, Texas has been open to schools for a while now. Mm -hmm. So if that were a factor, there might be a slight piece where children are still at home, which then inhibits the, you know, the opportunity for one to go into to working. Right. Um, So, you know, and again, there are multiple factors that may still be outliers to why one it's not in the workforce right but again as you were saying some of these factors were already available
1: prior to the pandemic that's correct
0: You know, and it's just like what parallels with voting.
1: Right.
0: Even when we were not in the middle of a crisis time, some of these same factors that cause the detrimental effects were already on the table.
1: But, you know, again, even though we have to deal with those, we have to make sure that we're doing what we need to do to step up to that plate. I mean, it's easy for somebody to say, "Okay, well, yeah, here's a job, but, uh, you know, nobody wants to apply. Well, if we don't take the opportunity to do that then that's that's another excuse so that right. just builds upon the systematic part of racism and because we we are failing to do what we need to do so an important thing is that we step up and we do what we have to do in order to do that and then, you know, we can combat the systematic racism things that go on about being qualified, that, that overqualified, you yes. know, that, that you always you hear that about all the time. So it's, it's, it's just a matter of us doing what we need to do and then we can combat the other things. So if you don't give them any ground to stand on to say, well, hey, I got these jobs here nobody wants to apply, right. you get off of that and then we can deal with those the, well you know uh you got we would love to hire you but you know um you just you just a little <laughs> bit overqualified no okay so we can combat those things but we have to do what we have to do right and um you know it's important listen there are a lot there are there's a lot of talent in the african american community right there are entrepreneurs that are out here doing things i mean people we know all know people around town who are doing things to you know generate business and um, you know and there are some young ones out here who are extremely talented and they can they can make a business out of something and get you know be lucrative about doing it they have passion
0: do we think that that is part of where this number is I'd I'd be interested to know uh, through the research because when you spoke of entrepreneurship a light bulb came on so Um, To me, and this is just in my mind, I've been saying, you know, it's almost kind of like a Harlem Renaissance. You know, it's Mm -hmm. a time where there is um, herds of people, you know, I want to go into business for self and that creative uh, mindset of going out and and being uh, proactive in that Mm -hmm. is going on. Mm -hmm. In the mix of that, um, I think that maybe there are some that are in their planning stages of that, Mm -hmm. whether you project that to be slowful or, you know, however on the scale that you want that, that, to lie, I just wonder. Paralleling to that number, if that's if that's what's happening, um, is is we're not wanting to go get the industrial level type jobs, but more of the entrepreneur side.
1: Th- there's a possibility that, that is the case, um, but you know, listen, it's just as difficult. To, as an entrepreneur yes. to go out and get that started as it is to go into the industrial side. You know, the, an entrepreneurial that, that you got to have a plan. Right. And, you know, you got to base stuff off this plan and then you got to watch growth and then you have to watch all these other things that are associated with being an entrepreneur. And so, listen, you ask anybody who own their own business, you know, it's a leap of faith initially when mm-hmm. you step out there mm-hmm. on your own. And then when you develop it and you start to see it, then that's when you continue to get make it grow. Um, there, perhaps there are a lot of people out there mm-hmm. who have that um, that niche for something. Mm-hmm. Step out there on faith and get it done. And you'd be surprised at what you do. You because, know, you know, listen, our community needs a lot of resources. Yes. And a lot of these folks can provide these resources. And so if we are doing that, then we can help generate You know, wealth, not only just with the people who have those businesses, but within that community itself. And I'm not talking about wealth as a monetary value. I'm talking about wealth as an information resources, you know, people who can step up to the plate to do things, those kind of things.
0: Yeah. Ms. Rice, do you have anything to add, especially in thinking, you know, some of the corporations. I mean, we've seen like a two or three dollar increase in their per hour wage. What are your thoughts?
2: Well, first, I just want to say that, yes, I've seen those um, signs uh, that uh, say help wanted. but um, And I've also thought about the mothers taking care of children mm-hmm. at home. So that that's one thing. That $300 that people were, were getting that Texas stopped early, I don't think that had anything to do with it. I think that there are a lot of African Americans out there applying for jobs mm-hmm. that they are qualified for. Mm-hmm. But when it comes time for the interview, uh, they may be qualified but not chosen, and happening that systematic racism where we look at your name, we figure out who you are, and so then we go to Sally. Uh, we look at your name, we figure out that we just say to ourselves, uh, you may not be the person we want uh, for our. To to fit into our niche, you may actually be in someone else's mind. You may be the person who will start trouble because you'll actually want to be off one weekend out of a month. (laughs) Or you may decide that you actually want to be off on Sunday, but everybody else does. So you don't get to be off. I think uh, that those are the things that we need to to really look at. I really, truly believe that there are African-Americans out there applying for jobs but and that they are qualified for, but they are not chosen for them. So you apply and you apply and you apply and you apply, and you don't even get an interview. Uh, You -hmm. can't get a job without an interview. you got to have an interview in order to get a job. I mean, that's just all it is to it. Filling out an application does not actually make you get the job so i i truly believe that there are people out there african americans that are applying for jobs yes i've seen uh, i've heard that there's been an increase uh in uh, people's salaries because you you can't live on what the minimum wage is you can't pay rent do people understand how much it costs to, to, to pay rent and 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 then you got to get there our um our our bus system is not always ready for somebody who's trying to go to a job. So those are things that I'm, I'm talking locally. I'm not talking globally. I'm talking locally. Yes, I've seen that. Yes, I've seen job applicate I've seen people apply for jobs. I've also seen people uh, not even get an interview. So, again, I, I I don't really think that we're in a time uh, where uh, there are abundance of jobs and we just don't want to work. I, I I don't believe that. I, I know that there are some of us, some of us people, period, in all ethnic groups that have decided that they are going to retire early uh, without any uh, <laughs> finances <so> or without a <laughs> retirement fund. Yes, there are people who have decided that. But there are just as many people, if not no, more people, that realize that A job is your way to retirement, so to speak, or your job is a way for you to get your needs met. Housing is a need. Food is a need. Clothing is a need. So if you don't have a job that it will at least pay for housing, will at least pay for clothing. Oh yeah, you gotta have stuff like water and heat. <laughs> you know, don't, you don't necessarily have to have cable, but you sure gotta have some water. You definitely gotta have heat and air. Um, and we've seen that uh, with people who don't have any air and uh, or any fans or anything. So I just think that we have people out there applying for jobs. I believe that they are qualified. I believe that they would work. I just believe that they're not getting an interview. They're not getting a call back. And it is due to uh, the same old thing it's always been due to. Before the pandemic, we had a high unemployment rate. Uh, after the plan- pandemic, we still have a high, high unemployment rate. And I just don't believe that it's because we're not trying. I believe that we are up against that same brick wall we had before. That brick wall did not crumble down just because we had a pandemic. In fact, I think that brick wall during the pandemic probably got an extra layer. That's what I think.
0: There you go. I find it interesting the other morning in viewing the news, uh, the construction sites are finding that they're lacking workers. And what, what they're explaining has happened is, is during the pandemic, You know, when they were shut down, many of those workers found somewhere else to go Mm -hmm. to work. And so there's a shortage on that end. And so there is a careful look at um, the training degree and level of the younger generation and being trained to be able to to hold those positions um, with the skill. So there again, we're revisiting some of the many same characteristics that we were looking at before the pandemic um you know the job disparities as far as uh, availability uh you know eva- where availability has been on the upward pendulum um that just d- it really doesn't outweigh the other disparities as far as you know applying for a job and being discriminated against um you know do you have the skill set when is your availability you know what else is plaguing you when it comes to the job market or just
2: thriving as an individual. <laughs> well, let's look at the fact that uh, that's, that's, that's an excellent uh, thing to talk about because a lot of times with construction jobs, uh, we're talking about plumbing. We're mm-hmm. also talking about masonry. Uh, we're talking about electricians. How many African-Americans were in apprenticeships before mm-hmm. 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 the pandemic? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. None or uh, very few. One mm-hmm. or two. Mm-hmm. So, OK, so now the pandemic is uh, is under control, so to speak. And now we're looking for people to do those jobs. Why are we not, again, investing in minorities to teach them how to do that? We're, n- we're not doing that vocational. Uh, Anybody who's called a plumber, anybody who's called an electrician, they sure wish they had somebody young that was being trained to be a plumber and be an electrician or, or lay bricks. Those are the things that, again, that... African-Americans could do. Yes, it's hard labor, right. but uh, I know the last time a plumber came to my house, he was <laughs> there for 15 minutes and he walked away with $100. So, I mean, uh, let's talk about that. Right. What young person wouldn't want to know that if they had a skill such as an electrician, uh, such as being a plumber, and all of those other things, uh, laying, putting diesel drywall.
0: Dri- diesel driving. Diesel driver. Okay, mm-hmm. so...
2: What I see here again is why aren't young told that this is a good way. We um we know that everybody is not gonna to go to college. Right. Everybody is not right. sitting down reading a thousand books or whatever. <laughs> but what we do know we want you to though. But, nope. Yeah, we want you to. Yeah, a thousand <laughs> books. But what we do know is an apprenticeship can get you more money. Let's right. talk about this because I just said the plumber came fifteen minutes, walked away with hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so let's think about that. What young person who knows that they're not going to go into college, who knows that their parents can't afford college for them, and they're not willing to come away from college and be a hundred thousand dollars in debt? Why are we not trying to make sure that they are learning these trades that are so that there's a shortage in? Again. I still think that that has a lot to do with systematic racism because we got some young people out here that love to put stuff together and take stuff apart. Mm-hmm. Oh, so oh, yeah. why are we not channeling that? Well, and some questions to consider:
0: Do we know where to go? Do we know who to talk to? Uh, once we make that first connect, what are our strategies in reconnecting, continuing to uh, connect to pass to pass the information to invite? Uh, our neighbors. So to me some of these very same aspects are the same aspects that parallel with voting. You know, the knowledge of these things, right? Um and I you know Mr. Mark Mr. Mark was saying earlier you know, we, we've got some in-house business to take care of as we continue to fight external, mm-hmm. you know, the gerrymandering and redistrict, redistricting and thing, And so even in the midst of a pandemic, we've got to get our strength up. Anything else? Uh, and you're welcome to call us 903-794-1047. We have just a few minutes. We would love to hear from you. In the meantime, uh, Mark, any other insight?
1: No, other than, you know, listen, again, I, I can't emphasize enough that I recognize that there are a lot of talented African Americans out there, even in this community where we all reside. And so, they, you know, just you got to step out there on faith and put yourself out there and see what it is that you can do. And you'll be surprised how much you can, um, you'll be able to achieve by doing that. Listen, uh, as you said before, college is not for everybody, but there are a lot of people out there who are very good on hands-on, and so, you know, listen, we we need these people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We need Mm them, and so the important thing is that we uh, give them an opportunity to be able to do that, but, you know, we only can go halfway. They have to step out there and, and, and also make that. Uh, decision that they want to do that. And you'd be surprised at how much uh, support that it could possibly get, especially in the African-American comer- African community.
0: Absolutely. All right, well, we're going to take our last commercial break as we wrap up this segment of the Sunday show. Hang with us tight. We'll be right back with more of the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks, brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY.
2: I'd like to ask you a question. When was the last time you heard from your insurance agent? Have you sat down with your agent to review your policy coverage, premiums, and make necessary changes? Your life changes over time. So should your insurance. This is your local State Farm agent, Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Please visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000.
0: We're planning a trip to Spain later this year,
2: but our Spanish is
0: uh... <laughs> <It's> pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> when you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases, and with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas?
1: ¿De dónde eres?
0: ¿De dónde eres? No matter your learning style or experience level, Babbel has lessons designed for you that will get you speaking quickly and confidently. I tried learning Spanish before, but I couldn't stick with it until I found Babbel.
2: There's no easier way to learn another language.
0: Ahora hablamos español.
2: He just said, now we speak Spanish.
0: I can't wait to use our new language skills on our upcoming adventures. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com, B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. All right, so we're wrapping up our hourly segment of the Sunday show. Uh, as we know, once a month, the first Sunday of every month, we have our coffee talk with our crosstalk panel. And today we want to thank Mr. Mark White and Ms. Joanne Rice for coming into the studio. First time in a while. Very uh, enjoyable time. And we look forward to next month. Uh, both of you and the rest of the gang joining us as we continue to talk about civic involvement, critical issues uh, here at the local, state, and national level, informing and recharging our community. We thank you, and we want to make sure that you come back and see us soon. All right. That's it for this edition of The Sunday Show. We hope you enjoyed today's topic and discussion and will tell all of your friends about The Sunday Show. Now, on behalf of me, LaMoya Burks, and all of the great and wonderful people here at Texarkana Radio, we thank you. Thanks for being our listeners and being kind enough to tune in to The Sunday Show. Remember, you are listening to KTOY Radio 1047, the station that cares about the quality of your life, the soul of the city. In case you want to hear this show again, it will be rebroadcast at 6 p.m. this evening on our sister station, KTOY Gospel 105.9 FM. And podcasts of previous shows are available at www.ktoy1047.com. If you would like to appear on the Sunday show please contact me, Lamoya Burks at 903-244-3997. And I'd like to add, you are very welcome to text. Keep in mind that we prefer to schedule guests at least a month in advance. Again, you can call me for your desired day. We'd love to have you here in the studio at 903-244-3997. We want you to have a good week, sit, recharge, uh, Think and ponder and put to action those things that we've discussed here today. We love you, and we'll see you soon. The Sunday Show on 104.7 has been brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry, here to help life go right. The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks. We'll be back next Sunday morning from 9 to 10. If you have any questions about the show or would like to be a guest, call LaMoya Burks, 903-244-3997.